Hello and welcome everybody. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Today's episode is very exciting. It's with my friend Asan who works for Apple. Yes, the Apple, you know, like the phone and the iPad and iDevices, all of those. Yeah, cool. He's an engineer there. Very smart, very interesting. I'm excited to, to chat with him. Also, there is a mistake that I make later in the episode where I cannot recall the name of the person who wrote failure is not an option regarding the creation of the uh, creation of NASA, essentially. The original writer of that and the man who worked in mission control is Gene Krantz. The name I could not remember was Gene Krantz. And in a scramble to recall, I'm like, you know, he was in Apollo 13. He was played by, I meant to say, Ed Harris, but I said Ed Helms, which Ed Helms is a wonderful comedic actor. But in the movie Apollo 13, it was played by Ed Harris, completely different Ed. But the whole point was I was trying to remember the name Gene Kranz. Maybe none of you care about that, but for whatever reason, it just really stuck in my craw. Anywho, so moving on to nice, exciting things. Thank you so much for rate, reviewing, and subscribing. I'm still getting those reviews and subscriptions and rates. Really means the world to me. You can do it regardless of which app you use to listen to your podcast. So give me those stars, hit that subscription, download episodes. All of that helps me out, and I really appreciate it. Uh, special shout out to the Baron 356 for their review. Thank you so much. I also want to give a shout out to 10K Dollar Day podcast. Um, they've been so sweet and giving me shout outs and, and promoting me as well, including uh, my dear friend from, from high school. Uh, their, pro, their podcast is The Wrestling Time Machine. Yeah, um, <laughs> Leith Gray on Twitter has been like blowing up my Twitter. I don't know how Twitter works. So all of that help. Thank you so, so, so much for any involvement, helping, promotion, all that stuff. I appreciate it. I think you're all really great. And I, I dearly, dearly cherish your assistance. Thank you. As always, you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook as I think you're nice. I think you're nice. Okay. You know the drill? Great. Okay, let's get started. Let's learn what it's like to work at Apple and what it's like to be a super smarty pants like a son. Enjoy. Hi, I think you're nice. Why, hi, I think you're nice. Let's have a seat and let's have a nice time. I think you're nice. So let's chat, so let's chat, so let's chat. I think you're nice, so let's chat. Welcome everybody to Hi, I Think You're Nice, a podcast where I talk to a nice person about nice things for about an hour. And today my guest is Asan. Hi, what this is, your... is Asan. Can you say your last name for me? I'm Asan Kaje. Kaje. Yes. Okay, I hedged. I never uh, know yeah. because it's, how do you spell it? Uh, K-H-A-J-E-H. K-H-A-J-E-H. Oh, the writer the, oh, is Khaje. Yes. Khaje. Oh, you're good. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. It's, it's hard to pronounce it. Khaje. Uh, yeah. Ehsan Khaje. I find that something that's what American English is lacking is a lot of kh. Yeah. A lot of other uh, languages use like more fun parts of the throat and the yes. mouth to use fun words. Yes. And the kh is one that's not often It is kh and ka. 
Ka also, which is I don't. I think that's not fun. I think it's pretty fun. Yes. Ka. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. So that is Farsi. That is Farsi. That's what you're referencing. That is Farsi. Farsi. Yes. Is a language from Iran. Farsi is a language from Iran. It's not just Iran. Afghanistan, Tajikistan, or kind of a bunch of countries around Iran. Even in India, some people talking Farsi. In Pakistan, Urdu and Farsi is close to each other. So there are a lot of words sharing. The grammar is different, but the words are shared between two two language. Oh, cool! Sort of like maybe Spanish and Portuguese, where there's a little bit of blending of both. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Um, yeah, Hassan is um, from Iran originally, but I want to talk to him about his really cool work at Apple in physics. But first, one of my favorite things um, that I have learned with my friendship with Hassan is uh, like we were all playing cards one day yeah. and we discovered that. Um, so, you know, we call it a di- diamonds, clubs, spades and hearts, but those have different words in Iran or in, in Persian. Or, yes. And so uh, hearts are, are the same, hearts. Hearts are same. They call it del, which is heart. With it his heart. It literally means heart. Hearts. Yes. And spades? Spades, peak. Peak. They call it peak. Sure, like and, a mountain peak. Yes, I think it's coming from that, in mountain peak. So it's, uh, it's peak is not a Persian word, but I think it's kind of, uh, we, we get it, Persians get it. So okay. we call it peak. Then the spade, no, the other one. Uh, the, the diamond. Club. Oh, diamonds. The diamond, we call it khesht, which is based, it means brick. Brick. And... Uh, then my favorite one. Yes. Clubs. Clubs is geshniz. Geshniz is actually the cilantro. So I think is the, the, the leaf <laughs> of cilantro is... Yeah. Uh, it's look like... Uh, all right, let's go with that one. You so never forget that one. It's hearts... Peaks, bricks, and cilantro. And cilantro. If yeah. you're if you're playing um, cards in Iran, just yeah. so you know. Um, another thing we discovered. Um, so Asan and Brittany, if you remember Brittany from a previous episode, um, they uh, they're a couple, and we were all playing uh, cards one day, and uh, I was talking about like, oh, who's dealing? Who's who dealt last? And of course, because Brittany and I are children, we're like, whoever smelt it, <laughs> dealt it, Delta. meaning, you know, whoever, whoever farted and, and said they smelled it is the one responsible for said fart. Yeah. And Brittany's like, hey, Asan, is there, <laughs> is there a version of that? And there is, which, how do you say it? Uh, which means the person that brought the news Open the door, which uh, kind of a way to say he or she farted. So, yeah. so I thought that you guys find that so funny. We, we play that game a lot, actually. And it's it's actually funny when you compare two language and similarity, different ways to say it. It's yeah. really funny, yeah. So to impress your friends, if you say whoever brings the news yeah. opened the butt door, that is the, the uh, I mean, the, the butt is in parentheses. It's implied. Is implied. The yes. door being your butt. Open the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Open whoever the... <laughs> brings the news opened the door of your butt. Anyway, makes me endlessly happy. Okay, so that's Sarah's potty humor time, and we're done with that. Now, Asan is um he is a doctor. He has two PhDs. That's he's true. he's a very smart uh, and interesting guy. Um, and I thought at first we'd talk about your work at Apple. 
Yeah. Because you work for Apple down in California. That's true. I started uh, my work in Apple 2014. Uh, after I, I was working in uh, in an Baker Hughes oil and gas company in Texas mm-hmm. for for a while. They called me for interview, and and anyway, I end up on September 2014 starting my job in Apple. Um. Uh, I'm a scientist slash engineer at Apple. Uh, it's better to say engineer Apple because we are doing a lot of engineering work, uh, yeah. work actually. And sci- science is very interesting, but uh, it's mostly engineering work that I do. Uh, I'm, um, I have a PhD in physics. I have a, another PhD in uh, mechanical engineering. And my expertise, uh, my PhD thesis and my expertise is in ultrasonic sensing. Ultrasonic so, sensing. Ultrasonic sensing. Yes. So that would be, I mean, what? How? Where? Where would one use ultrasonic sensing? Ultrasonic sensing. The the easiest, like maybe daily daily technology that you see is in parking lots. Uh, yes. Yeah. The new parking lots they have like green or red lights uh-huh. that you see. Oh, there is a parking available or not. That sensing of that has been done by ultrasonics, uh, mainly one of the technologies or main technology that they use is ultrasonics. Really? So above each of these uh, parking spots, there's an ultrasonic uh, sensor that sends this ultrasonics wave mm-hmm. and uh, receives it. If the car is there, car is detected and uh, shows that that spot is occupied. So uh, you know by entering the, the, entering the parking, you know which floor you should go. So the, the wave is interrupted in such a way that you know yes. that that space is taken. Yes. We don't have a lot of those. I know which kind of parking space you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all over California because um, you live in Northern California yeah. in San Jose. Uh, yeah. Technically, you're in the mountains of Los Gatos or yes. of uh, Los Cumbres. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone where if there are any in Seattle. I know which one you're talking about because I had, yes. I had lunch in, with Brittany. Yes, <laughs> at a in, place in California, where, it's very yeah. popular. The, yeah. other, the other ultrasonic sensors is um, the one that determ- the, detects the baby and 3D image the baby uh, when while pregnant. Of course, That's sonograms. It. Sonogram. Those yeah. are uh, ultrasonic waves. There are basically the acoustic waves. There when we are talking. Okay. But their frequency is much higher such that you, you can't hear you them. cannot hear it. So they are being used for different purposes and uh, 3D imaging is one of the main uh, main work you know, main uh, applications. Cool. Space. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, sauna of course sonograms like that's one of the ones that probably people are most familiar with. So it's a relatively safe technology because you're actually using sound that's acoustic. I didn't realize yes. that it was something that you, we can't hear we because hear we it. it's out of our range, but, but it is technically a sound. Technically is a sound uh, like uh, as a number, like where the sounds that we can hear is uh, to, up to 20 kilohertz is a frequency of them. But for those um, imaging uh, systems, mm-hmm. uh, sonogram, they are like two, three megahertz. So like three orders of magnitude, the frequency is larger. So dogs so can high, like it's high. higher. Yeah, okay. dogs can hear actually much much higher, like to forty kilohertz, mm-hmm. uh, compared to human. Uh, but these waves are uh, the frequency is much higher, so it's not in any way can be heard by anybody. And they cannot also 
uh, if you do if you use a kind of healthy dose of it, it's not really in any way dangerous, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. That's really cool. So you're working in with Apple and listeners, no matter how much I ask Esan what he's doing at Apple, he never tells me because <laughs> <laughs> he's not exactly, you're not allowed to really, because sure. you're working on, on projects that aren't released yet, projects yeah. on, that haven't even been hinted at yet. Yeah. So, um, so unfortunately I'm not going to be able to like give you the real deal yeah. on what's coming up I mean, in that's, Apple. That's maybe an interesting insight to Apple. Apple is like, uh, I've worked in other companies, uh, but Apple has very specific uh, structure of uh, security and separate groups like inside Apple like hundreds of groups are working sure. on different technologies and this information is just stays in that group that is working exactly on that technology or, or anybody else that really needs to know that information oh so it's very insulated very insulated other uh, but in other companies you can go by and talk to other people's, even you're you're not working on technology, they will be happy to talk to you and tell oh. what they do. In <laughs> Apple is not. You're yeah. not, first of all, supposed to ask. And if you ask them, they immediately tell you, sorry, are you disclosed to this project or not? As Ooh. soon as they say no, they say, sorry, you need to apply first for this. So my meaning is like, even I, that I'm working for four years in a, in a, in a Apple, I'm not really disclosed to... What's Many projects. On? I'm just really limited to um, a few projects that I'm directly involved. And outside the, yeah, then then you go to information to also to the public is totally a no-no thing to. Oh, absolutely. To say, yes. And we, are, we have regularly, we have uh, security, um, what they call it, conferences mm. that they ask us to come to, like not training. I go ask us, hey, come to training. You go to training and they retrade, retrade all these security like uh, what you should, how you should talk in in social uh, networks, how you should on Facebook, for example. Oh, really? If somebody, uh, yeah, reporter contacted you about this, how you should reply. So it's like very, very strict and re- repeat this information to us to make sure that we know that. Oh my, whoa! Yes. I didn't know that because yeah. Patrick, you know, he worked for uh, Amazon for about three years and. Occasionally, he he would be discussing something, and I'm I'm very paranoid all the time. So I'm like, oh, "Are you allowed to talk about that?" He's like, "No, I can talk about this. Everyone knows this." Yeah. Um. But they actually, Apple is so Apple so is that, yeah. so quiet, quiet that you really doesn't know what I'm doing. Yeah. We haven't yeah. talked about it. He knows. She knows that I'm I'm ultrasonic. But yeah. What? Because we're ultrasonic, you can do millions of things. You know. Yeah, that could be so anything. Anything, but uh, yeah, that stays. In Apple. In Apple. And they train you for it. That's interesting. That's true, yes. That's really interesting because each um, each big corporate thing has their own because we have um, out in Seattle, we have Microsoft, we have Amazon, we have uh, we have a small Google campus. We have a couple of different um, tech companies out here that are pretty significant um, and they each have their own culture. So I thought I would ask you about like the Apple culture. Sure. Um, so you have your classes on how to talk on social like, media about yes. your job. I guess the short answer is don't, right? Yes, is, don't. Is, is, is don't, don't be specific. Don't be specific. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, Apple culture is an interesting culture. Uh, when I wanted to get into Apple, I was reading some reviews and they were saying it's a collection of startups. And it is like that. Oh, okay. So it's a collection of startups. Each each few people working one technology, 
when 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 the technology is ready, they they present it to higher managers, and higher managers see all these technologies. And a lot of time, these technologies are competing with each other oh. to get a spot in one of these products. Mm -hmm. So all these uh, managers and um, um, decision makers see different competing technologies, and they decide which technology goes to which uh, which uh, product or. Mm -hmm. Uh, they uh, they term terminated the technology because it doesn't have the potential. So, um, uh, so that's kind of a little bit insight to how overall works Apple. Um, other than that, um, uh, the one thing is a huge number of very talented um, yeah uh, engineers. They are uh, they are usually very polite. They are usually really <laughs> want to help you. It's not. Oh, well, that's it's, good. Yeah, it's it's not like it's not like a it's not like a, a what do you call it a cutthroat. What's it called? It's not like so it's really. More, so it's more supportive. Supportive. I would call it supportive. Not quite uh, so like cutthroat. No, yeah. Like show somebody else out of the way so no, you can get your idea out. It's, exactly. It's, it's very very supportive uh, culture. Uh, people work hard. Yeah. Um. People uh, also have fun. We usually have every every week by Friday after five p.m. We have like uh, some uh, party or half party or some something team building, like a team mixer, team or something mixer. Like that. Yeah, nice. and uh, get together and have some drink or and have some fun and watch something. So it's is it's nice in that way too. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, it's a. I mean, it's huge. Because you were in. Are you in San Jose proper? That's where the building. Oh, I yeah. am. I'm you in are? San Jose, the uh, new Apple building. They Ooh. call it Apple Park. Apple it's a Park. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> um, <clears throat> building. Uh, beyond imagination is is beautiful. Is uh, almost all glass around. So you see the whole. Uh, you you are in your in the your office, but usually have a good view. To outside of the uh, outside of the building because yeah. all walls, most of the walls are glass, and they maintain the glass cleanness of the glass perfect. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. They they, they they clean those glasses. It's it's much more cleaner than my my house is. And considering <laughs> how much glass is there, is amazing how to do it. Um, they build this. Um, I think a few features very interesting in this building is one is they. They put a landscape around this building mm -hmm. such that when you are in the building, uh, you don't see much or many of the uh, buildings of the city. Okay. So there are some, but mostly most of the views that you have is the the garden and landscape uh, of Apple. Sounds beautiful. Yes, and then. The background is the Santa Cruz, uh, Santa Cruz mountains. mountains. So you just jump from the local landscape <laughs> park to Santa Cruz mountains, and there is no kind of city, uh, the highways or buildings yeah. is visible. So it's very beautiful. That's that's a real accomplishment because San Jose is similar to a lot of cities where it's not necessarily like Seattle or Manhattan or Chicago, where there's like a big. Uh, I mean, there is a downtown, but it doesn't have like a lot of skyscrapers or anything yeah. like that. So it's more sprawling, uh, larger, longer. Um, so to be able to craft an enormous building to house as many employees as it does for it to only look at park and mountains is yes. that's pretty impressive. That's, that's very that's impressive, incredible. actually. It's yeah. like, for, especially <laughs> for me that I have like a, 
I think for everybody, but it's like engineering science, scientific mind that you need some kind of uh, privacy, like feeling a peace, peace being in nature to be able to concentrate and, you know, have a better creativity it's really working yeah i think the other aspect of that building that they build is i think there are a few of them i can't talk about but, <laughs> but <laughs> there are a few that i can't talk about but trust me they're really cool they're, they're, uh, <laughs> this this building is like um it's it's a shape of like a donut okay and you you don't see many distinct feature to realize where are you in the building so you can oh. you can get lost in the building very easily because each <laughs> each place of this building is similar to your place is mm-hmm. they they have built it in this way i think the philosophy that they had was they wanted after a while the 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 load or um of this building on your mind goes away such that you oh. it, it gets neutral so okay. you are again you feel yourself your you know privacy and mm-hmm. all what the quietness and you go get back to that um state of mind yeah. rather than having uh, each part be a different shape or different mm-hmm. color the colors are usually <laughs> very neutral there's not much numbers on these walls to yeah. find out where are you so it's it's an interesting <laughs> interesting and it works actually i have Does i found it? when when i when I entered there they they said this is a philosophy and i said oh now it's and now after after a while it really building doesn't bother me so you look at look out these glasses are clean you see the you see the landscape yeah. and also not many colors that kind of uh, Jar poke you your out of it. yeah poke poke your brain you know <laughs> so yeah that's that's another one another good one that's great now once upon a time when the apple building had just opened up this new one apple park <laughs> that folks we're running into the doors and windows. Yeah. Have you had that problem? No. Okay. I think okay. that was, <laughs> we, we, we kind of came to the building, moved to the building a little bit later than, because they, they, they move people. These are like, I think, I think 12 to 15,000 people are in, in this building and they move people from different buildings to, to the main... 12 Apple. to 15,000 uh, yes. people are in yes, the building? Yes, if, you, if you, I'm not wrong. I Holy think that's that's crap. a number. Rough number is, is that that number. <laughs> yes, a lot of, a lot of people. That's a big building. <laughs> it is a huge building. I, I will tell you about that. Um, they, they move people like uh, group by group. Like sure, to, sure. To, to make To maintain these things. But before before we our group moved there, I heard a lot about these um, uh, people running into the, the, the doors, doors the and stuff. But <laughs> uh, since I have moved there, I haven't heard any. I don't know. They they add some stickers on their on their <laughs> glasses. I'm not sure that was the problem and the problem yeah. solved, or people start to get used to. Uh, they need the to space. pay attention. Don't run. And this is the yeah space with a lot of glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are some birds sometimes. If yeah, you really see, but that has been also very rarely. We really have seen something like that, you know. So I think that's yeah. not also a significant problem. That's good. Yeah, it just um yeah. A friend of mine posted a uh posted that article and it made him endlessly happy. Just I guess it's kind of funny. Just imagine people like donking, like <laughs> gently, gently yes. donking. That could, in, be, into... that could be hard, but gently, <laughs> yes. I do. I've, I've run actually some uh, to, in, in my previous building into the to the window. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. I mean, I've seen I've seen you my know, dogs do you're it. Your, it's pretty yeah. cute. Sometimes you're in your thoughts and you're just like running and you want to do something and also you're not paying attention and you just run into the windows. Yep. Right. <laughs> I think it's just fun for everybody else. Everybody's like, oh my God, laughing well, at you. And you yeah. say, okay, I'm happy that made you guys laugh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Asan is pretty chill. He's a a, a fairly low key, even keeled person. Um, so um, I also wouldn't be very embarrassed. Actually, I'd probably no. laugh really hard, assuming no. I didn't donk my head too hard. No. Uh, I think people first they look at you and see, make sure that you don't aren't hurt. <laughs> yeah, you you are, are not you okay? in serious trouble. Yeah, and when they find out that you're in serious trouble, then laugh at you, and it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, that happens. I fall a lot. So, oh. like, depending on when and how it is, like, if, especially if it's in front of people, mm. I usually, like, you lean into it a yeah. little bit. And I'm like, it's okay to laugh because yeah, okay. I'm a little bit embarrassed, but mostly it's just really funny that yeah, I fell down. Yeah, it's funny. It's yeah, funny. Mostly it's yeah. okay. Yeah. People like you. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a memory. Like people are yeah. coming back to you a year later. Yeah. Do you remember that time that you run into the... Yeah, you're like laughing. Like a bird? Yeah, make yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, so you've been at Apple for four years. No, yeah, four, four years. years. Yeah, four, more than four years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just like crazy. You just You get to the work on Monday and it's like... Uh, I don't know what's the... Like a, like a tunnel, like time uh, warping tunnel. <laughs> and you're just coming out on uh, Friday, Friday. And Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Oh, my God. It was a week. And it's, I don't know, it's good or bad. I mean, it's, if it's the work you like doing. Yeah, that's, that's I think that's not, there's no, I, get, I don't get bored. A lot of work to do, a lot of interesting work to do and support. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really fun, actually. So I think you mentioned like in 2021 or something, we might be able to hear about maybe one yeah. of the projects, maybe, yeah. possibly. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. Who knows? Who knows? There's a lot of, I, I said about <laughs> a lot of competing competing uh, right. projects so to who technology. And these are going different stages and you need to mm-hmm. pass all these stages to get to a product. You know, it's really tough to get into a product. Yeah. Moving out West. Um, so for most of my life, I've known just performing and what that life is. And so meeting people out here who are inv- who are involved in really interesting and um, important tech work uh just it just blows my mind. They're like movie stars to me because I'm like, what do you mean? You mean I have, you know, um, this app works because of work you did like three years ago. That that's amazing to me. Yeah. Like we take so much of what our technology is for granted. Yeah. Sometimes we forget about its humble origins in offices and people working really yes. hard, long hours and coming up. Because a lot of this is uncharted, right? Yes. Like we're doing things that have never been done yes, before. That's true. Especially for like mass consumers, like maybe yeah. like NASA or the military yeah. or uh, big businesses yeah. like Boeing or whatever, like will have some of these technologies at their disposal. Yeah. But you're working in a realm and uh, other friends are working in a realm where they want to make it so it can be in everyone's home, yes. in everyone's hands, everyone's yeah. hands. Uh, that, that's a huge challenge, you know. Uh, for, first of all, when you want to make one, or you want to make 5 million or yeah. 20 million. These are totally different stories. And I think the art of Apple, companies like Apple is, they can make uh, not just one, they can make, make millions of them r- on time and make it work across the all 
genders, peoples, habits, environments, countries. And this is huge technology, huge challenge for any technology. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, it's uh, it's very challenging, especially like uh, for a company like Apple that uh, all products are in the highest standard of the quality. So bringing a technology there is very challenging because Mm -hmm. your technology should work perfect. Yeah. They cannot afford even 1% or 2% failure in that technology or unhappiness of people. Yeah. So everybody that interacts with that technology should be happy and should work as you designed it. And that's very, very challenging. Yeah. yeah. Um, I should let everyone know that I am not an Apple person. <laughs> Patrick and I are PC people. We are yeah. Android people. So this is not like some sort of like paid sponsorship. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I remember, it's out of curiosity. Um, did you, did you have Apple computers growing up? Because, no. okay. I, I just, I just introduced to Apple products. Actually, I remember when I got to Apple, they hired me. Uh, for a few weeks, I had a Samsung uh, Uh-oh. Note. Uh-oh. <laughs> you had a Galaxy or something? Yeah, Galaxy, actually. I had Galaxy, <laughs> and I just I was, like, a little bit ashamed to <laughs> to answer my call with that one. Of course, they, they, they gave me a like, phone. I got a phone. But yeah, for work, sure. From work. Uh, no, I was introduced. Actually, they give you a Mac uh, in the beginning, and you go through a training how to uh, uh, operate wow. the Mac. Yes, because it's, yeah. it's, it's very different. Very different than PC, you know, to to run it. Yeah, because so. you're not coming from because a lot of a lot of folks who are in the tech industry are often coming from a programming background yeah. or a computer science background. You're coming from astrophysics and engineering background, yes. which is very different. It's totally different. Um, I'm not a computer uh, geek or uh, yeah. expert or playing with computer. I'm using I'm using com- computer. I'm using a computer. You know what I'm not building or I'm not. Uh, detailed of the computer so yeah, yeah. that's uh that's funny because i was thinking of um um uh i i struggled a lot in elementary school with uh spelling and writing and reading and stuff so mm-hmm. my dad and wanted to help me so he's like well let's get you a computer and maybe maybe that will give you be a tool for you to to help learn sure. so we bought an, a Macintosh, as back when it was a Macintosh. Uh-huh. That's right. It was a very, I can't remember what it was. And we, I don't think we ever set it up. To oh, be really? honest, I don't oh. think we ever got it to work. Interesting. Because it came with, you know, like 30 discs of uh-huh. things that you had to, to to program yeah. and load and do all of that. And I mean, this must have been, oh my gosh, when was I in fourth grade? Whenever that was. Wow. Uh, it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember... Because the one thing we did load were, were picture drawings. Like I could draw. <laughs> I could oh, you draw, draw yeah. and I could play. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yes. Like <laughs> those were the two things yeah. I could do on the computer. Telling about this, talking about this. One, one funny thing that when I started computer, I was like a, it was like I don't know how many years ago, but it was a Commodore. It was like Commodore. Commodore. Okay, that sounds familiar. That was that was a that was a computer. It was it was a computer that people use it for playing game and also you can do some programming mm-hmm. and my motivation to learn that was this I was telling my brother I say hey do you know have you used your notebook and he said yeah see that notebook has 100 pages and it's done after you filled up all Fill the it up. but computer has infinite pages <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> wow, it's great. Do you can type forever and it just continues. That's that was funny. Like, oh my god, how stupid I was. And it's you look look at it. It's interesting. You know, um, you move from a book that is limited pages, and you do, you go to now. You know, on on Mac you have Keynote or you have like uh, Word on, mm-hmm. on PC. Sure. And type forever. <laughs> there is no end to these pages. Yeah. <laughs> we saved a lot of trees, huh? Yeah. Although we, we spend a lot of also electricity to run these things. Sure, yeah. sure. I think that, I think people, amount of energy, electricity that is used for computing and computer is even m- much higher than energy that we are using for industry to produce, uh, to make cars or to make, make other uh, goods. Okay. Uh, so energy that is spent on computers and laptops and uh, servers is so much, much higher. Oh, so it's higher than it's the thing. Higher, yeah. But on the other side, um, ideally, one would use, I use this computer for hopefully, let's say, five to seven years, yes. which will save five to seven years worth of mm-hmm. other materials, maybe that yes. are not necessarily recyclable or yeah. what have you. Also... It makes us yeah. a lot of a lot more yeah. productive and uh, human communication. You yeah. know, we we change the world using computers. You know, from an isolated, separated people to uh, one really uh, small um, uh, globe. You know, that you are connected all all the time. Yeah, and I it's, think that's huge. That's that's always mind blowing to me as well. Um, <clears throat> I, there's a book called, um, failure is not an option. It's written mm-hmm. by, oh no, his name just flew out of my head. He was in mission control. Um, he's played by Ed Helms. Oh my God. I can't remember his name. Uh, anyway, it's about how NASA is built. Okay. I mean, cause NASA came out of absolutely nowhere. They wanted yeah. to get to the moon, but they had no way to get there. Um, so in the early stages of the book, they're just like, how do we communicate with various parts of the world? Because it was the 50s. It was so it wasn't easy to just to like, oh, oh, hello, you know, Ireland yeah. or wherever. Um, and so reading about that, I read about how they essentially created the very first IM instant message. They were from Sydney, Australia to Houston or to wherever they were. Um so, yeah, I mean, and that was just, let's say that was 1960. So that was wow. not long ago. Yes. And how far we've come. And now that we have an Apple Watch that can tell you when you need to get up and move and how many steps you've taken. and Your calendar is there. Your, your calendar. You know, your messages. all Your, your contacts, contacts. Every every phone your, number. Uh, yeah. All these things. You can talk to your Apple Watch. You know, your Google. You can talk. Uh, yeah, to Alexa you, or Google. Recently, or, yeah. you can You can uh, uh, your computer can call uh, and take an appointment from a doctor from you for you. And yeah. AI is coming, you know, on yep. board and that simplify uh, a lot of our uh, daily work or make, make us more productive, creative. And then we can spend our time more in creative, creative materials, you know, that we mm-hmm. want to. And leisure, and leisure time yes. as well. And, you know, I used to be... Not quite a Luddite, someone who hates technology, but I used to be a little, I'm like, ah, these computers are going to make us lazy. For instance, it makes me crazy, like the things that teach you or that censor you into parallel parking your car. Okay. I'm like, if you can't parallel park your car by yourself, then Mm. you shouldn't be driving. But that's 
a lot of emotional baggage on my part because <laughs> I failed my driver's test twice because I couldn't parallel park. <laughs> oh. I'll just have everybody know I'm an excellent parallel parker now. And like, I've I'm really that. You're I thank, good. Thank you. Asan. I'm All very right. proud of myself. Um, <laughs> so like a part of me is like, Oh, technology is making us lazy. It's making us dumb. But at the same time, it's also, I don't think it's actually doing that. I think it is alleviating a lot of the things that maybe we don't need to worry about as yes. much. And also, um, for instance, I was cooking Thanksgiving dinner and I had, you know, gross things on my hand. How, how easy and fun was it that I could say, okay, Google and blah, 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 or whatever device you have. And also for folks who maybe can't see well, who can't hear well, who have different abilities and different, um, uh, ways of walking through this life that the, these, uh, these uh, technologies are maybe hopefully going to make life easier True. for them. And we are in the transition. You know, this technology yeah. is growing so fast and it's coming to our lives so fast that still we need to do adjust. You need to get adjust to a technology mm -hmm. and find out the find the boundaries or where where the technology is helpful, where we want to have the technology or we don't want to have the technology. So to to make this uh, to 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 use this technology benefiting our well-being mm -hmm. and our life rather than they invade our life, you know. So this this is in flux, and I, I'm very hopeful that we can find a balance there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all about finding what is going to be comfortable and useful for yes. you in your life. Yeah. The doctor appointment thing <clears throat> I think is interesting because how many of us, myself included, have not scheduled that appointment because you have to go on hold yes. and you have to wait. And like, let's say you're only on your 15 minute break or your half hour lunch break or whatever. What if you could just have your phone do that for you? Yes. You get an email saying, yes. boom, your appointment is scheduled. Hey, I still had that 15 minutes yes. to like have a seat. And yes, a lot know, of people don't like talking on, on phone. Who and... likes talking on the phone? Oh yeah. And postpone them. <laughs> I have done actually like I for from dentist. I, I postponed my my appointment like for three weeks. And finally, I didn't call them. I went to the to the dentistry and I said I want an appointment. So this guy looking at me. I said I don't like to talk on phone because I know you are busy with somebody else. I need to wait for twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and for that kind of technology, I think for that kind of conversation. AI getting to that level of a smartness to hand, be able to handle these simple conversations. Yeah. I mean, that, of course, is a little bit terrifying, I guess, in a way. It's like, oh, robots are taking over. Yeah. But at the moment, guys, uh, don't worry. Robots still do a lot of really... I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they can, they're only programmed to do what they're programmed to That's do. That's true. And we are, they are far, far away from yeah. to be really smart. <laughs> and they just can, very, can be programmed to do very limited job. Although... It needs to, you know, needs to be regulated and needs to be controlled and needs to be sure. balanced. Thoughtfully applied. Yes, thoughtfully applied. You yeah. know, every technology has both good and bad side and needs to be uh, regulated and balanced. Yeah. And um, so it's interesting because you didn't apply for the Apple job. They found you, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> so Asan was working in Texas. Yeah. And <laughs> I was working in Texas and uh, I was really busy with project. I loved that project. I was working on it. Um, then uh, they, they contacted me. I got a few emails on my Yahoo email that I had connected to my LinkedIn and then Connected uh, to LinkedIn is probably the part that blows my mind the most because I don't know anyone in my life who's ever had a connection in LinkedIn, LinkedIn. that has made that has made 
sent them somewhere really cool. Oh, so, really? Sorry, continue. So yeah, now, so then, someone then, found you via LinkedIn. Then for, for, for like for three months, the recruiter was emailing me back and forth and I wasn't paying attention. And in this kind of period, that, that project I was working, it got blocked and kind of had some problem with mm. the higher managers that they were missing. So it was a slow down. And I said, okay, let's see what do I have. I look at my, uh, I have an Apple. Uh, honestly, I knew Apple is very important for, uh, uh, company. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know how important <laughs> is that. You or didn't how realize that like, Apple was kind so, of a big deal. Like it's a big deal. And I, then I talked with my friends. Say, hey, this Apple company contacted me a few times. Do you know? He said, yeah, man, that's his dude. dude yes, that's that's great. <laughs> so and um, and I emailed back. Yeah, I have time to do. And just within two weeks, I was uh, uh, getting the offer. And I don't. Within three weeks, we started to do the move like because they told me leave everything just drive your car yeah we are giving you a temporary house here housing here and that's what we did we we drove uh with uh, with Brittany uh our car and just our clothes uh to uh, to San Jose and we had a, a temporary housing with all the furniture and everything that you need and they went and they packed or packed all our our um, furniture and everything and, and shipped it to here. Then we rented another place and moved uh, to our apartment, actually. Yeah, the uh, the corporate relocation stuff can be can be really rad. But when they're moving fast, they move fast. It was it was yeah, it was very similar to Patrick when he when he got the job with Amazon. It was like um, interview, 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 interview. And OK, come here now. And so like we had to. It was real quick, and it was very similar where yeah. um, they they packed and yes. all really, that stuff. Usually, it's really I have friends that it took them six months to get a job in Apple. Mm-hmm. For me, it was just three weeks. Yeah. I think it's really. I, <laughs> but, I think you had an yeah. a, an extra beautiful version of like yeah. getting into Apple. That's what I love. You know, like it. That's that's yeah. what I want. <laughs> Without much, more. and it's really kind of I found out it really depends to. Um, the project that they have and they really need somebody or uh, maybe some, but they need somebody. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of makes a huge difference. Okay. If they really need somebody, they negotiate your salary, they give you bonus and off bonus, they you pack your... The deal for Yes, it. they pack to you as to, in order to have you as soon as possible. And that was my case, you know, and that, yeah. was, that was fun actually. That No, that's great yeah. to have somebody need you that bad. They'll do whatever it takes to get you there. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. I don't know what you want me, but okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. I have an idea because you're very smart. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Brittany and Hassan met in... Pennsylvania in State College, yeah, where you were working on uh, your second PhD. PhD, yes, I was a PhD student there. Um, so your first PhD you earned in in Iran, or in, in, yes, okay. in Iran, yes. And you and so that was in physics. That was in physics, black holes, um, uh, Hawking radiation. Uh, I did uh, that was my actual PhD. Was like a few papers there I have. Then I, uh, but I did one year uh, a research period. I don't know what you call it, sabbatical or not. Okay. Uh, in Europe, in Portugal, which is a very nice country, in Aveiro University. And I worked there on complex networks. Uh, it was the time, like 2007, 2008, that the Facebook and this uh, 
uh, computer internet network oh, was uh, okay. coming on board, mm-hmm. and uh, then you had access to and uh, to to quantify networks, and like then that that actually is a backbone or an a representation of human network. So it was very hot at that time to uh, understand their, their real networks and how they work. Sure, because they weren't communicating with they each other. Communicating, like, like these networks have very interesting characteristics, <clears throat> like um, uh, how information is transferred in human society. Imagine that the news, something happens in Seattle, mm-hmm. how long it takes that somebody in Africa will hear about it. We'll hear about, about it. it. And it's ama- when they did these researchers, they found that amazingly fast. Yeah. And they, 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 they call it a small world characteristic of these networks. These networks are not, they're not random networks. Means like, it's not like everybody, but randomly connected to everybody else. And also they are not regular networks, like a, like a mesh, rectangle mesh. Regular. Sure. These are networks that they call them complex networks. And they're basically, organic and probably... They're organic. For example, like you have... Like if, if something in Seattle happens, you have a, co- a dense network inside Seattle that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. But one of these per people or a few of these people, for some reason, have a connection to Africa. So you to get this information out of Seattle, you, you don't need to move to San Jose. Then San Jose go to South America. And then there you can directly, because of these few connections mm-hmm. that some people have, you can directly get the information from here to Africa. So yeah. suddenly you have a leap of, you know, transferring information. Yeah. Uh, or in di- diseases. Also, they do a lot of work on diseases. How diseases are uh, getting oh. viral and propagating to human human uh, uh, society. Guess what? Like <laughs> What? <laughs> let's, let those people that they have like a few connection. Mm-hmm. Imagine that you, you want to cut the in- information leak from Seattle to Africa. What do you do? You cut those pe- connection of those people. Okay. And you can cut the information tra- transfer. Mm-hmm. For disease, it's also like that. So there are usually like hubs, like for airport hubs. Yeah. The, if you can control airport hubs, basically you can stop epidemic of uh, of uh, getting viral oh, sure. a virus all across the world. So these kind of, these kind of inf- studies helping to how to stop or accelerate uh, uh, some characteristic like information transfer or disease, or disease. transfer across human society. That, <laughs> I think it's funny that, um, well, watching enough uh, apocalypse movies and what was that one with Dustin Hoffman? I don't remember. Airborne? No. I don't know. Anyway, but they're always, yeah, it's always like uh, yeah. train stations and air airports. And it's funny that the same... Uh, because uh, many people have a lot of pe- feelings about social media, yeah. and some might also consider it a disease. No. <laughs> social media. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's interesting that they move in similar ways. Well, it would make sense. It would be an organic. It'd be a human. Yes. And those are things that can't be calculated necessarily, or like at least not to a thorough degree because of no. the human aspect of those things. Yes. Which is you never know. I've had friends who are like, I'm going to make a viral video that's going to go, that's going to be huge. And they'll make a very fine video, but for whatever reason, it's not, it didn't catch on. It didn't, it didn't hit the right ears. It didn't do the right, it wasn't what 
people wanted at the time or whatever. Um, and so that's that's interesting because it's kind of unpredictable, but at the same time, same it has uh, it does have some things that it has done some happen. overall rules that yeah. you can you can predict it to some level, but in the end, they are. Uh, kind of more chaos, chaos, uh, random, uh, not not random, non-linear or chaotic, non-linear, non-linear chaotic systems. System. I like that. But <laughs> so back to your question about like, yes, I got a PhD in Iran. I moved to US in 2008. Um, that was an interesting move because I have, uh, uh, I just I uh, applied for a few. Uh, universities across the country and mm-hmm. and say, hey, I'm coming. I have my green card. I have my money too. I just want to come and work with you. Do you want me? And one of them in Penn State said, yeah, you have your money. You have your green card. You don't need anything. Come here. So I moved. That's the story that I, I, I came to Penn State. Yeah. It could be randomly anywhere because I didn't do much. Res- I didn't have time to do much research. I just oh, yeah. randomly, I, I, I searched. I knew a few people that I like to work with them. Mm-hmm. And I, one of them in Penn State says, yeah, come be on board. And uh, yeah, I just moved there. Uh, I, I did work complex networks. Uh, I was working in Europe, 2007, 2008, 2008, 2009. In, U- in US, I tried to apply those networks to brain neural networks. Oh. And I worked like in computational neuroscience for for a year. And I found out myself that uh, I really like engineering. I really like to mm-hmm. find out how things work yeah, and how uh, can make things similar to that or how can make, you know, this makes me happy. And that's what decided, okay, I need to get a PhD. I need to get, I need to get an education, honestly. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, when I talked with a few of faculties of the those jobs that I liked, those works that I liked, they said, yeah, come on board and get another PhD. What about that? I said, yeah, why not? <laughs> so, yeah, I got sure, there. Sure, why not? Why another not? PhD. It's, it's fun. Is it fun? Yes. <laughs> as long as it's fun, I'm getting another PhD. Why not? It was, it was fun. And it was fun because... Because I was not confused, I knew how to do research. Yeah. I had one before, so I knew. Mm-hmm. So I really entered the program and starting my research rather than, uh, for a lot of times, people are confused for first one, two, three years of their PhD. What's well, different to, than grad school, it's yes. different than undergrad. It's its yeah. own beast from what it's I understand. Its own beast, yes. Yeah. But I was not confused. I knew exactly what I should do yeah. and I started and... Uh, Finished it by, uh, yeah, by 2004, 2012, I finished a PhD. Yeah. You, the way, what I think is so beautiful about your life, Asan, is that you're just like, you know what? To hell with it. I'm going to try. I'm going to go and we're going to figure it out. I mean, obviously you're very smart. You're very, you're a very hard worker. You're, um, you, you're very kind and you are a supportive person as well. So like that, that leads to having an environment that of support around you, you know, ideally, but that's, I mean, I think a lot of people would find that terrifying of, hi, Mm. I don't care what school, but I have a a green card and I'm smart and I've got the money and let's do this. And (laughs) And it, knock on wood, has worked out pretty darn it, good it, so it far. Out. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I think one one thing that I, I, I used to always uh, think about it. One was like when I was really scared of something, uh, I was like, "Hey, 
this has been designed, like it was a test, it was anything. It was like, hey, this test or this exam or this process has been designed for human being. Yes. And human beings before US on went through that process and came out correctly and without problem, they passed it. So you should not be scared. This is not has been this has been not designed sure. for aliens and this is too <laughs> difficult. Don't make it too difficult. People have done it, go in it. And also just a lot of times you don't have any choice, you know, you need to close your eye. That's on only okay. option and actually get in uh, and works out. Um, I My experience has been like, it, it always worked out. I've been stressed out a lot of times. Oh, of course, you know? I'm sure. I remember the first year that I was in Penn State uh, as a teaching assistant, I was there 2008, 2009. Uh, I, my English was really bad. Mm -hmm. So, and I was, I was a teaching assistant in a lab oh, with 50 people, okay. okay? Luckily, we had one American that he, his his English was very good. Mm -hmm. He was American native, so he was he was talk do the main talking, mm -hmm. and I was doing the help. But still, doing the help, yeah. I should communicate. I I I remember that for first semester, the nights before the class, I wasn't able to sleep because I had stress to get in the class. Sure. and it mostly was like so you don't want to like uh, you don't those those. Those kids, the college, they came here and they have expectations, and you need to deliver, and you don't want to like, you put them. I don't know what they call it. You don't want to under down. deliver. You yeah, know, you want the you want yeah. to make sure they're getting what they they're getting are what they for. they're learning. looking for. So I I really try to compensate by overworking mm -hmm. with the other aspects like mathematics. It was a physics, so I could I could really cover those parts really good. But my English was not like uh, good yeah. enough. But uh, I put myself in a situation, in that situation, um, and then uh, my English improved a lot. Hopefully, I, I really worked at to don't hurt those people too with like <laughs> other sides of it. And it pan out, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I have a lot I... of actually friends from that year, from that class, actually. Those oh, you guys. do? Yeah, yeah, on Facebook. Oh, that's friends. good. Yeah. That they they're still in touch. Yeah, they're, still they, in they're touch. your former students or the, the TAs who are with you. Former students. Okay. Yes, a TA also, but former students. <clears throat> I didn't realize um, when I first met Asan, Brittany and Asan. I don't, I don't know how long you'd been dating. I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize that English was still uh, re relatively new to you. Yeah. And for listeners, and most of my listeners are just my friends who know I have a weird way of talking and saying things <laughs> and you know like weird expressions and like i say stuff in a really different weird way because that's also how my brain works i don't know how to communicate yeah. like a normal person with the english language um and when Brittany and i hung out later she's like hey if you could talk like a normal person it would mm. really help out son <laughs> because you say a lot of weird things and it's hard for him to track she's like i understand you because i'd known britney yeah, for 20 know. years so she's yes. like i'm fine of course but it, it would just really help out yeah. and that made me what well, made me giggle a little bit because one i had no idea that yeah. you it seemed you're really good at. Um, yes, that's actually the, that's the. But I think like the core. You understood the core. Yes, of things. yes. I guess usually, <laughs> yeah. Vocab I, is hard. Vocab, my my English was not good from the big. Uh, that's uh, I have friends when they w we were in high school with mm -hmm. each other. 
They, their English was good. My yeah. English was not good. My I, I was good in math and physics. My English was not good. And so that's where your heart I came was, to this country with a little bit was. like weaker like uh, uh, <clears throat> understanding of uh, like English understanding. But the point, interesting is like a few things interesting is there. When we, when it, still is like that. So when you talk or somebody talks to me, there is always a percentage of guessing happens. <laughs> So okay, that's in the fair. beginning, yeah, in the yeah, beginning yeah. that I met you, or I was like, I'm talking eight years ago. It mm-hmm. was like maybe I was guessing fifty percent of the <laughs> of the words. Like I understand fifty percent. Guess fifty percent. Now <clears throat> he's moved to ninety percent on average. I understand ten percent. Stay, stay uh, guessing. So that's that's one interesting thing. You know, that's kind of game of guessing. I remember the first yeah. time that I was talking, uh, like met Brittany. My English was not. I was okay, but my, not not very good. I had a continuous headache Ugh. for first few months Ugh. because, you're, like, imagine you're that you're translating, always, always translating, always guessing, always, and also you're under stress that you want to present yourself good yeah. and you want to be nice at the same time. So anyway, that, that's that kind kind of game of guessing is there. And the other interesting thing is, um, I might look like very good talking English. Mm-hmm. In, but it's like very narrow, you you know what I mean? Okay. Like it's uh, very specific, very specific application. Where like, you can use it exactly. When so like when I was in PhD, I learned how uh, about physics uh, vocabulary and uh, needs that you need to write a paper, talk to talk to in a scientific mm-hmm. way. But when you come to like talk to Brittany, so I learned how to talk to her, learn her vocabulary and and grammar and slangs that she's using yeah i'm very good with her i can communicate very good with her yeah when it comes to you <laughs> now it's a dif- different game sure you yeah. know what i mean because now it's, it's changing so although during all these years um i have like expand my vocabulary but still like sometimes my co-workers I'm, i have very good relationship with them and we are joking totally uh, sometimes they're really amazed that i don't get one word say Wow, but your English is so good. They say, yep, <laughs> but I didn't hear that word. That's, that's a new one. <laughs> that's a new one. I know, but that's new one. I don't know what's that. So that's 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 a, it's a funny game, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sorry it caused you stress and anxiety. No. Because I can only imagine, like, that no. would be... That would be... And this is another thing that's lovely about Asana. That he's like, meh, whatever, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm sometimes I'm, I'm watching um, uh, TV with Britney, mm-hmm. and she really enjoys it. I tell her, "This you enjoy this is fun for you. For me, it's educational. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I'm learning, you know, I'm learning the language, I'm learning the culture. It's, it's fun for me, too, in a different way. You know, I'm, sure. I'm, I learn from that. Uh, and I learn from interacting with you. Like when Patrick with all around, and it's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's a, and that's a really beautiful way of looking at it. Is that it's fun? It's it's fun. <laughs> it's uh, you know it's like it's solving all the time. Like the headache uh, is gone. It's no longer it's gone. A, a, a everyday headache. Yeah, that okay, was just that's, that's just a, a few months in the beginning. You know, yeah. like uh, um, yeah, and gone with that. I'm I'm sure. I think it's I think it's beautiful that you realize that you had a passion for knowledge and a passion for science and a passion for like not only learning these things but using these things. Mm-hmm. Um so I think so often um all of us can identify with being paralyzed by fear, being afraid yes. of 
but if I ha if I want to do this, that means I have to move and that's scary. That means I have to leave my family and that's scary. And I have yeah. to go to a country where I don't speak the language and that's scary. And yeah. like all these different things, like even just small things like this little podcast, for instance, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I don't know how to edit sound, yes. but I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to do it anyway. Then give yourself the motivation to act. Because if yeah. all you do is sit and think and plan and worry, then you never get anything done. Yes. And that's and that's not the dream. I, <laughs> yes, that's true. I, I think what, what I've learned over over my, my life was like, I've been always over ambitious. You know, you I are want a very achieve, ambitious person. I want person. to achieve. Yeah. Guess what? What? Recently has been changed. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I, I uh, recently, I'm kind of um, uh, hearing and learning more about um, mindfulness and ah. more about meditation and more about getting know yourself and befriending yourself, mm -hmm. uh, loving yourself and uh, understand your origin of your actions stresses anxieties uh and and direct these things like you understand yourself and try to move toward a well-being yeah a, 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 toward well-being and that's that's actually helped me to understand i'm really over ambitious mm -hmm. and that sometimes actually um unnecessarily um, puts stress on my life and my people around me so I really try to uh, kind of understand more, manage more uh, my my life and my 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 thoughts process. Don't get entangled in the thought process too much mm -hmm. because uh, um, makes some like anxiety, unnecessary anxiety. So I don't know that's interesting. That's another learning to put bring yeah. things in balance. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a. Because ambition does take a toll in other aspects of your life. If you're very yes. narrowly focused, then maybe yes. your relationships or like diet or just like leisure time yes. or it's just, just sleeping. It is just, just you know, <laughs> ambition. Yeah. It's a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's a part of life. Not the whole life. Not the whole life. I think everyone is always or hopefully trying to learn how to balance those yeah. things because it's not, it's not easy to do, especially if you have a lot of passions because you genuinely love your work right yes, like you definitely. genuinely um enjoy the the work you do and the, the 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 applications that you're trying and stuff so that's hard to shut that part off or at least like even press yeah. just press pause so it's it's just it's all about um taking the anxiety and stress out of it that's good way you of know? looking at it um uh, play when you play i i tried actually the other day that playing with you mario oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes the Mario Kart. I, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't know I don't, Mario Kart. I don't know Mario. I don't know really. Uh, I haven't played much Mario Kart. Uh -huh. So when I get this handle in my hand and I overly concentrated and overly hardly pushing this bottom and left and right <laughs> such that my hands get tired. Okay. They, they hurt. Then and they, Yeah. One, one, one of the rounds that I we were playing, I said, okay, I do not want to be stressed out. Yeah, I don't want to push this. I just want to relax, look at that, and ride it as I can. Don't you? guess what? I was first number. Nice. Yeah, see? first. You see, it's a, yeah. <laughs> when you are not stressed out, what you are not overly concentrated on a topic, actually you are doing better. And I, yeah, I think that's I'm trying. I'm getting that 
Trying to, to death live, phase, yes. Live that Mario Kart balance. Balance. That's there. what and we're all aiming for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good point because the more um, like energy or anxiety you put on top of stuff, you make it a, t- a thousand times harder on ourselves. A thousand times. Yeah. Spe- but it's of... easy to say, like, don't be anxious about it. No. It's another to figure of... out how to embody and live yeah. that. So are there any things about uh, your journey with physics or astrophysics that you'd like to share or like your love of engineering that like why you disliked how things worked or you wanted to make things or you prefer the thought process or? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think for engineering and also physics, I think um, it's like a puzzle solving. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is one part is one painful part of this is learning the parts of this puzzle, all the tools, like the math behind everything. Exactly, okay. like you you need to go through the education. You mm-hmm. learn the math, you learn the physics, you learn the te- available technology. Then when you have these things in your hand or in your brain, mm-hmm. then now is is fun time comes. Now your uh, a, 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 a new uh, requirement or request comes from an, a, 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 a another part of Apple, for example, or from physics. And now you have these tools and you need to mix and match these tools and use them, hammer, screwdriver, to solve this problem. Or, you know, in, in a, first you need to solve this puzzle. How do you want to use these tools in your brain? Mm-hmm. And if you're a physicist, when you solve that one, like me, that I was a theoretical physicist, then I write a paper about it to know to tell everybody else, hey, this is how I suggest to solve this problem. But if you're an engineer, and now I do engineer, then I go make a presentation and propose it to the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. The, the problems that we have that we need to solve, I'm suggesting to solve it in this way, in this way, we add, we add this one, and then you bring... Uh, the team, they start to build, you start to build with them and you make a prototype in the end That's and you see so cool. it has been solved or not. You Usually you get new challenges sure. and again, you use these tools in your brain like solving puzzle, which is, which, which is, which is, I think the, the, I think the funnest part of this whole process is that solving puzzle and also building. I like to build prototypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, actually, I like to build prototypes by myself. I go to machine shop and uh, oh. build it. Although I have uh, uh, mechanical engineer designers that can do it for me. Sure. But it's, sometimes I get the opportunity to do it myself. I really enjoy it. Hours and hours I'm building stuff, you know. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's the really fun part. Sometimes it's not fun. You need to think sure. about the, those tools that you have is not complete. You need to build a new tool mm-hmm. or is that solvable problem with the, with the tools that you have. So you, you might weeks or months just think about one problem back and forth, top to bottom, left, right, mm-hmm. change the angle, this one, this one, this two. two uh, and a lot of them it could be frustrating. Over time, you learn this is a process, so it doesn't frustrate anymore. So you are like easier, you know, go through the sailing through this process rather than being stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds, uh, I mean, so much of it, uh, 
it's it's very foreign. It's completely that's why I've, I've been very silent this podcast. It's listening because it's so foreign to me the, oh. the the life of the science sciences. Um, uh, engineering I get because um, my dad uh, uh, majored in engineering himself, mm-hmm. and like that part of his brain has always been very active. And I the act of problem solving and that sort of thing is always very fascinating and exciting too, and probably feels very gratifying. But whenever you have like these really, really upper level goals with you still have, you know, we're still of this earth. So we still have to make the things to make the, the lofty ideals attainable and to get there and to make them work. Um, I can imagine how that would be very frustrating to hit walls. Yes. And like if how yeah. how can you rethink about it? Yeah. Yeah, rethink about it. And usually what I do is like um, I, I, I start thinking about the problem and I don't let it go for a few days. Mm-hmm. And this is, I don't know, is a process of your brain gets used to it more and more and more. And after a few days, you see an interesting hmm. opening and mm-hmm. solution that you haven't thought about it before. It's like, uh, it is continuously thinking about it for a while rather than interruption. Like one day wo- one day think about it, the other day do something else. Mm-hmm. It's continuously thinking about one problem. It's really helpful to kind of come up with a, a creative solution for the problem. And hmm. usually, usually there is a solution. If you look... carefully (laughs) if you evaluate the problem carefully there is a solution there is you can't find it yes you believe it i believe it i believe yeah well and you found it yeah yeah i kind of the way you're describing it reminds me of like maybe like an ocean a wave going over a stone like and the stone just sort of begins to i don't know get smooth or becomes one of the ocean or just like not like you're drilling at it you're just letting it wash and letting it seep in and letting so Other parts of your brain attached I, I, to every it, while I think, what if I do this one? Oh, what if I change this one? Oh, now that doesn't happen. Oh, now that doesn't happen. And I do it all in my brain. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm not writing it down in this stage. It's just all in my brain. This is all just thought. Yeah, just thoughts. Just thought, thought. Uh, okay, let's look at it this way. Oh, let's let's bring it. And uh, uh, in this way, I, I can evaluate all the aspects of this and... Uh, I like build up, build up and un- better understanding of problem, better understanding problem. Finally, one of the solutions that I'm trying, um, it's working, you know. Yay. And that's fun. <laughs> that, that's I imagine it is yeah, fun. It's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. do the work, have it get somewhere. Um, do you miss uh, the more astrophysics? Do you miss space? Do you miss black holes? Or was that I just do. like something you enjoyed but are happy, happier to move on from there? I think um, sometimes I say to myself, what I'm doing, I'm building stuff and this technology might be gone within 10, five years. I don't know. New technologies are coming and you have wasted your time. You should spend your time on, on fundamental theoretical physics. Because there you can solve the problem of dark matter, dark energy. Yeah. This is something that is totally new to human. And it might be forever something that <clears throat> human race will use and, you know, progress based on that. So sometimes it's kind of it's like a philosophical, like, uh, uh, 
why I'm doing what is the purpose sure. of my life coming to me? <laughs> okay, that's pretty deep. That was a deep answer to my question. Do you but, miss space? <laughs> but other than that, no. But other than because I, uh, uh, my brain and the way that I think is mm -hmm. much more compatible with engineering. Okay. Um, uh, physics or um, the theoretical physics that I was working is really abstract, mathematical abstract. It is. And my brain is more kind of visual. And I like, uh, and actually if you have a brain, visual brain mm -hmm. that you can imagine, like imagine, uh, I, I call it visual brain for me is like a person that can imagine 3D objects and mix and cut them and kind mm -hmm. of that kind of, uh, that's actually for mathematics, it's not helping you oh. because mathematical objects are not, doesn't, doesn't share that characteristic. They're not flexible like They're that. They're not flexible. They're, they don't work like your imagination. Okay. They are, they have a different type of style of thinking. Mm. So I was, I was there. I was a little bit, mm, wasn't feeling too, uh, close to that kind of concepts you know i was feeling close yep. to the imagination mm -hmm. to the kind of more f engineering so no i but i really uh, watch cosmos or yeah. nova and i'm keeping up with the inf overall information public information i did that area but not more than that i mean we've went to see um in in san jose there's a gorgeous observatory the lick observatory yes and asan Brittany, patrick and i went to um an after hours event and we got to see uh those polarizing stars were they yes pol yes uh, polar stars or they're binary stars binary actually. stars binary that's stars. what it was there are two stars that are going around each other and that was in one area like around hundred to like uh, hundreds years ago it's eight years ago that was at, uh, the, the top top scientific uh research in astronomy yeah to find these binary stars yeah yeah that was that was really cool i'm a uh gosh i think the wonder of space in the universe is infinitely fascinating which i guess we all do kind of um but yeah, so your your head's still in the stars, even though yes, you, my I have one. You can have you can you can have your brain service all those things. That's right. Space numbers, yeah. engineering, Apple. You like to camp. You can do I it all, Asan. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's life. I'm, uh, live fully. Yeah, why not? Any other phrases in Farsi that you think people should know besides <laughs> the very important one I that I know. mentioned the, off the top? I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of there are a lot of funny stuff there, interesting stuff there. When the difference between Farsi and English is like in Farsi we have a limited number of original words. Okay. And then we, when we touch, we we attach them together to make new uh, words. New words. So we have a large number of words that in English you just have one word for it, oh. one simple word. But in in Farsi is a is a combine is a combination of two words. So the game that I play with Brittany is um, I'm giving you two words and then I give you the, the combined one. Tell me what is the combined one in, 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 in English. Okay. What should be that? So it's very interesting because usually in the combined word uh -huh. uh, has, um, has a, carries both of these concepts. Okay. Like Tachtekhab. Tachtachab. Tachtachab. means, Tacht means flat. Flat? Chab means sleeping. So, so Tachtachab. Is it bed? It's bed. Oh, this is fun! <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so you, you can like find hundreds of these words like this. Ah. And I, I was playing with Brittany when we are driving. So, okay, I'm ready for the game. We play this game. Uh, yeah, we can play that game it. too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's fun. Flat, but what would you say? Flat sleeping? Flat sleeping, yeah. Flat, flat sleeping is yeah, bed. It's bed. I love it. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, thank you for having me. Thank you for it being on fun. the show. Would awesome. you would you like to end? I'm uh oh. I'm wearing sleeves for uh -oh. once. I usually end with musical arm farts. What is that? that <laughs> <laughs> um hold on. I gotta get I gotta get my arm out of my sleeve so that way I can show you what a musical arm fart is. You just go. Oh, <laughs> so you're welcome to do that okay. on any part of your. It's winter now, so we're all like heavily clothed. <laughs> okay. Okay, we can do it. Then loose embouchure. <laughs> it was perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, thank and thank you, you Asan, for being thank on the show. You. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.